Travelers. I'm Josh. And I'm Connie. And we're the, the Genshin, Genshin Guys. Guys. Welcome all, this podcast is for fans of Genshin Impact, the mobile game made by Hoyoverse, also known as MiHoYo. Here we talk about our opinions, experiences, and dreams about Genshin Impact. If you like our show, don't forget to subscribe on Apple Music, Spotify, or wherever you're listening to the podcast. So before we get started, Kahi, how are you doing today? I'm doing pretty good, actually. Uh, I've got a lot of my gaming chores done. (laughs) I have been going back and forth between Genshin... I've been going back and forth between cyberpunk and just, I don't know, like in between doing some dailies or like finishing a quest, I just hop over to the other game, watch a video, then go to the other game. I'm trying not to like run my computer too hot just because I don't want this whole, the temperature in my room to rise, but it's been, it's been doing good. Been doing really good, doing really good in my entertainment world. There's just so many things to watch, so many things to play. And I'm like just trying to keep a balance of work and play because work is getting harder going into the holiday season but that's that's just me just chilling what about you yeah uh it's been pretty tough for me <laughs> so uh just still dealing with the effects of moving new job and all this stuff like this this week i'm gonna start like a training thing it's kind of intensive and it's like from nine to four from monday to friday so it's gonna be exhausting probably um hopefully everything is okay though but I don't know. I got some good things going for me, so hopefully everything will be all right. We're training some uh, new Jeff? people too, so yeah. Oh yeah, not the only ones. Of yeah. course, of course, right? <laughs> the holidays. So um, yeah, um, and also uh, just like as an FYI to the people listening, I am in a temporary situation right now, uh, mic-wise, I guess, like studio-wise. So there's like probably a little bit more echo than is normal on this podcast but i think it'll be fine we'll have the background music it'll be chill um but next week it should be a little better um for those of you people that are audiophiles like me and that are listening and be like oh why does the quality sound different it's just for those people (laughs) um but uh other than that uh yeah i think i'm doing all right i just haven't i haven't been able to catch up with a lot of gaming stuff because of all the moving and all that stuff happening so yeah i'm just um you know taking it one day at a time doing my best and we'll see where it goes so as uh, we get started with the podcast today i'll introduce today's topics first we're going to talk about our weeks in genshin then we're going to talk about genshin news the 4.2 live stream discussion as well as the community discussion question um i think we're going to save one last wish not for this episode because there is a an archon coming and we want we need all of the the pulls we can get right kahi as many as we can because i still have to save for chlorond and navia navia too so yeah there's a yeah, lot yeah. we gotta gotta save up for yeah so we'll talk about that a little later um but uh yeah um before we dive in dive in um i'm going to just want to give another shout out to the discord if you're not already part of the discord come join the discord we do weekly gaming events like where we hang out in discord play games like among us and Gartic phone and whatever else is there we um, always open to suggestions as well we um do events sometimes based on genshin we just did we just finished a bunch of halloween events thank you to everyone that participated uh you are awesome and uh yeah you know it's a really nice community the other thing i want to mention is that for anybody listening that is in Los Angeles or knows anybody in Los Angeles that plays Genshin or any Hoyoverse games, I just started a new meetup called Hoyoverse Fans LA. So if you go to meetup.com or use the meetup app, um, you can join. 
and our first meeting is in about two weeks. So it's really just to do like to meet other people in real life, to hang out with and talk about Genshin. I'm going to do like little games. I'm thinking to do like who's voice line and maybe some lore quizzes there as well. Just stuff that I make up. And uh, yeah, it should be a fun time. So if you know anybody or if you yourself want to come out, feel free to come out. The information is there. Um, I'll probably put a link in the uh, description just in case. Now, in terms of the podcast itself, if you are interested in supporting us, um, every little bit helps. Um, obviously, this is a uh, we've been doing this podcast for over a year now, and it is a time commitment. It is a mental commitment. It is, you know, we try to commit to as much as we can and to make it the best quality that we can whenever possible. And, um, you know, the support would really help in terms of uh, being able to justify spending the time on this. We love doing it, but of course, we also got to make a living and do other stuff. So, you know, at some point it comes to uh, a certain, you know, time where you should consider, you know, how, to, how you're supporting yourself through something like this. So um, if you want to support the podcast, uh, I do have a Ko-Fi link in the description. So if you want to donate, that's that would be super helpful. And everything you do, uh, everything you donate goes back into the podcast. So we appreciate that. I will be testing on a new system through Spotify that lets us put ads in the podcast. So you may or may not hear ads in future podcasts, including this one, um, just to see how it goes. Um, and it's gonna be probably like 30 second ads. I'm not sure I'm not sure quite yet how it works, but please feel free to give me feedback on that, um, you know, in the Discord, uh, because yeah, it's a new thing for us. So, you know, like I said, it's just part of the process and I would love to do this as a full-time job, but you know, unfortunately it's not always like that easy, so. Um, but it's yeah, not it's that really lucrative. We don't get, we don't make that much. But. We don't <laughs> at all make anything. So um, anything would help. Now, um, but that's pretty much it. Um, you know, Discord shout out, meetup group, support the podcast in any way you can. Of course, if you're not financially able to, don't feel, don't feel any pressure. Honestly, it is only if you have the means. Thank you so much for supporting us and everything you've done for us so far. And now let's get into the rest of the episode. So, let's start with our weeks in Genshin. Alright, Kahi, how has your week in Genshin Impact been? Uh, my main objective was to just clear out some old quests that have been sitting in my quest log this entire time. I went back to Sumeru and talked to a bunch of people who apparently have ties to Fontaine. Um, I did mm. I just finished up some world quests and some little blue exclamation points just so that I have... I don't have to worry about uh, accepting a new quest, which will be taking up resources from another or saying that, oh, you have to finish oh, no. up this quest over here, so to progress this quest over here. Um, yeah, yeah def definitely don't like doing that, especially doing an Archon quest or a character story quest, because I really just want to see where the story is going and then now I have hmm. to break my attention away to go back to some completely other random area. Well, just they because do... I don't know if you remember, but remember, they do mm. let you do that now. So right. they, they let you let prioritize you the Archon mm -hmm. quest. No, yeah, that's what I'm saying. But I just it just takes me out of it because I know when I look at the, the quest list, I some other ones that I may be trying to multitask, mm -hmm. I can't accept that one or go to the next step because it's I still have to finish up this main one. It, it's just right. the whole experience of it. My, my main point is I don't have to worry about micromanaging past quests, just get it done move to the next one just i want to just go through one story all at once not have to worry i just don't like to worry that's all i'm that's all i'm saying but they are there are a lot of changes coming up the live stream does have a lot of 
changes coming up as well. I do like the ones where you can suspend a previous one. Mm -hmm. I just like being tidy, you know. The, the OCD kicks in whenever I see like a huge quest log. Gives me PTSD from like my World of Warcraft days, <laughs> except uh, way too many quests. Me like going through the uh, the NA account again with all these like extra quests that are just there that I'm like, oh, I don't need to do any of these. <laughs> it's really like it bothers me to see that much, but yeah, I totally get it. So that's pretty much me just cleaning up my adventurer quest log. I really hope I could just hide or like abandon a quest like most other games do. But maybe later on. There's not a there's not that many quests in Genshin that you can just accept and then go all at once. But over a long course of time, if you don't actually complete the entire story quest line of it, even though you've kind of reached the conclusion, there's always like those few lines, extra lines of dialogue as an epilogue. So yeah, hopefully there's something that changes with that that whole little system here but maybe i'm maybe i'm one of the few that have this problem but uh yeah that's just me well uh what about you josh what you been up to in genshin well i've barely been playing so i mean i hear you yeah. yeah. work um yeah work stuff moving like uh, a lot of stuff but um if anything right now one thing that i really do like is that i have been able to just kind of farm a little bit. I've, I've progressed the story a little bit in my NA account, which is cool because I do want to catch that up now that I'm making friends here um, that play Genshin in America. Um, Kahi will eventually be able to play soon too. That'll be fun. Uh, <laughs> one day, then, one day. Um, <laughs> one day. And so uh, the other thing is like on my Asia account, I've just been farming for trying to get a good set for... Um, uh, the thing that's really been eluding me is like trying to get a good set for Toma of the uh, Flowers of Paradise Lost and um, like trying to get full EM because of my I want it for my Burgeon team and it's crazy because like I've just I've done that dungeon so many times and I cannot get a single EM main stat piece for the crown or for the um, for the goblet and or is it goblet or yeah one of them I don't know. It's just I'm not getting the pieces I need, and it's been a very long time. So I'm getting to that. Even point the where alchemy I'm like, table, oh, man. Um, with the, even the alchemy table, what? Yeah, can you get those from the alchemy table or? No, is... no. I think it's only I think Inazuma and back is um is all you can get from the alchemy. Oh, table right Inazuma now. is the cutoff. Okay. Yeah. So um, but yeah, it it's been uh just been whenever I have the time to spend my resin, I do that. But mostly I've just been logging in, doing dailies, and getting off. And I've been doing, it's using the new system is convenient for my NA account because I just progress through the story as my dailies because then I get the commissions, mm -hmm. right? I it's do so love nice. that. Like opening yeah, the chest, so doing nice. open world so, puzzle. Yeah. So good. Um, so yeah, anyway, so that's what, uh, that's what I've been doing in my Genshin. Oh man, I haven't been doing Spiral Abyss. Oh, I gotta do that. Any, <laughs> anyway, anywho. Um, yeah, so that's it for our weeks in Genshin. Let's move on to Genshin news. Alright, in Genshin News, we had a birthday. We had Xiangling on November 1st. And then we have the, uh, on the Twitter, we have the Steambird Special Edition, uh, which is telling travelers about the Arrhenius Forest and Morta region that'll be available in 4.2, which is very exciting. And then we have, um, oh, they did mention in this tweet that after the version 4.2 update, as long as you have completed Archon Quest Prologue Act 3, Song of the Dragon and Freedom, which is the um, Mondstadt thing, they will also unlock a teleport near Fontaine's Marcotte station. 
So, I guess they'll give you a, another teleporter all the way up in somewhere. I don't, we don't know what the map looks like, but that's just what it says. After the 4.2 update, you get this. You get another teleporter, much like they did when they released 4.0. So, um, they, they're... We'll talk about it a little bit more later when we talk about quality of life, but it's nice to see that they are trying to cater to the new players coming in um, that have not cleared everything. In, yeah, right. Yeah, like quick start stuff, right? Like um, having the ability to just start the game and then be able to teleport there instantly because you rolled the game. I mean, you got in the game, you rolled for the character you wanted, you got them, but they're from Fontaine or they're from Inazuma, so you can't like get their materials. It's very frustrating. So... Yeah, so I think that that's really cool that they're doing that. Um, in terms of Genshin news, I think that's pretty much it because live stream 4.2 is the Genshin news, so most of the Twitter is that. So let's move on to our main topic, which is the live stream 4.2 discussion. Okay, 4.2, Masquerade of the Guilty. Um, this was the name of the original teaser when uh, Genshin was... Uh, first launched or when you had like the whole layout of this the several years of expansions or patches this was right, the, right, the story exact the phrase story that they used yes. trailer mm -hmm. yeah um yeah so we have masquerade of the guilty and so let's talk about the trailer of this like the 4.2 trailer so kahi what is what is something that stood out to you man besides besides the big one besides the whale in the room you know what i'm saying <laughs> <laughs> So I guess we're not going to talk about the big whale in the room then, all right? Um, the big whale. Before we talk about that, the one thing that caught me off guard was um, Furina being on trial. I did not yeah. see that coming, but it completely makes sense. The masquerade of the guilty. She's putting on a show this entire time, and she is guilty of something. Uh, the original sin, I believe, is what they are talking about. Um, so she has been apparently enacting some kind of plan for these however many years that even new didn't even know and because he was he had a little voice line that says you are you are a devious one or you are right right yeah, you are definitely a crafty one or something um for him to be deceived is i would say a, a big feat already um that is mm -hmm. that is something that i did not expect um not too sure who's going to be conducting that but we know we know there's going to be something more closely related to the revelation of the Oratrice, what was it? The Oratrice Mechanics. Bro, that name? Like, that's... Yes, that Oratrice. <laughs> the Oratrice, <laughs> I'll the just one. say. The Oratrice yeah. Mechanique. Yeah, that thing. Um, I really want to know what is inside of that thing. because You and me both, bro. Apparently, we're going to see something about that machine come to light. But yeah, that was the big, yeah. the big reveal for me. What about you? I mean, remember, like, uh, Arlecchino was like, they're someone is using that to build up something and it's not you obviously <laughs> miss archon um but yeah um for me um hmm. oh yeah for me one thing that i was like like oh no gasp was um traveler trying to catch navia's hand and her falling oh, into right. what looked like the primordial sea um she was still quite far so i don't think obviously she's gonna like fall away was that the primordial sea um, in the background, there was like, or maybe it was like the abyss. I don't know it, because like the thing is, it looked astrological whale, or something. Could yeah, be like but that. this whale looks like that, right? But this whale was in the primordial sea. So, and now I'm thinking that since, which is like, I mean, okay, well, I mean, this is like obvious because they kind of say it like this, but, um, 
child could not find the entrance to that place that he met Skirk all those years ago, and it was probably just the Primordial Sea. And they, he somehow fell into the Primordial Sea, um, met Skirk, learned stuff about Hydro, um, got a Hydro Vision, and then, like, left, and then never came back and never knew how to get back there, but still had those dreams that connected him to them. And because they said in the live stream, when you're they show the whale boss that the whale was and that thing looks sea. amazing that whole boss I arena know. you know looks the funny so thing cool. is that whole boss arena it just looks like honkai impact third that that's what it looks like to me i would assume so i barely remember any like real big fights in that game because i played like years ago yeah no but, you didn't you didn't get that yeah. far like i, I like i, I haven't even didn't. gotten that far yeah. i haven't even gotten that far i just i've seen the the future stuff that they have like that's up i mean it's not future it's already out but it's stuff that passed what we what we played even some of the characters' abilities look more like the, the whale, and I don't know. It, it might be they might be closer. They're uh, they might be getting closer and closer to tying this world and the mechanics to something like Honkai Impact Third, with this Primordial Sea business. So I'm really excited to see what direction they take that in. Now, um, we talked about the when I meant the whale in the room. I did I, I did also literally mean the whale, but I also meant Skirk. <laughs> so, um, because. You know, she's the most mysterious because we see her for like a second. And uh, and she looks like Bronya. Or no, she looks like Sela. Sela? Sela? Yeah, yeah, she looks like her. Yeah, Sela. I would uh, assume so, yeah. Yeah, from. There's uh, been yeah. a lot of people who are trying to do like side by side comparisons with like characters mm -hmm. of like the same hair color or the same like, you know, like figure. Model, character model type. Model, yeah. yeah. Or like just eyes alone. Or just like any kind of detail in her outfit, like who she, who could she be? I really don't know who, what like version of a Honkai character we're getting or we're seeing. But <laughs> yeah, we don't it's know. It's like, yeah, if we know, actually, I don't think we even know if her name is Skirk, or, or did they come out no, and I actually did, name I her? Think, yeah, I think in the in the YouTube, like it tells you like the the name of the character and the voice actor. They always do mm. that. Like, they always show. They always tell you the name of the character in the YouTube description, even though they don't actually tell you the name of the character in the trailer. Well, you mean like the closed like, captions or like in the description? No, no, like I mean like in the video description. Oh. Yeah, let me, let oh, me that's double a spoiler. check right now. <laughs> I, they, but they always do that. Remember back when they did the, um, they did the, uh, the, the Fatui Harbinger one? They had all the names of them in the, in the trailer. Also when Well, they also the, released uh, the pictures, like the, the name, yeah, the name but cards. Yeah, but also... But also, um, the, um, the first Fontaine preview one, right? Like, the, the one that showed all of the Fontaine characters for the first time. Like, it wasn't any gameplay. It was just all their, like, little, uh, animated, like, 2D things. Uh, that one had all the names. So if I'm looking at the, uh, version 4.2 Masquerade of the Guilty trailer right now, and it says, VA, Nuvolet, The Knave, Arlecchino, Navia, Farina, Charlotte, Mona, Nicole Reen of the Hexen Circle, code name N. Amber Connor is the voice actress. Boom. Hey, there Look, you go. Look, it tells you. And then, uh, who was the one talking right before Skirk showed up? I think. Oh no, no, like it was probably toward the closer to the beginning a little bit. Um, and then Child Tartaglia, and then Skirk, who is voiced by Cat Protano. So yeah, it's interesting that they choose to do that. Like it's funny that I know that they have to give credit, but it's weird that they give credit in that such a semi-spoilery. It's, it's probably a legal thing, yeah. and that's like as hidden as they can make it. 
<laughs> right, I know, right? Like legal disclaimer, we use this voice in the trailer, so we have to let people know whose voice it is. Right. So anyway, so yeah, so we do, it is confirmed that that is Kirk, and now uh, we confirmed that we hear the N's voice again, who always shows up when something is happening with the world, right? Like when something you know is affecting the world. You know what I love Genshin doing right now? What? Okay, mm. back when the game started, like we only knew of like certain important there was only like a really really few important groups of characters that you really wanted to look forward to like the archons everyone wants to save up their primo gems for the archons right and then you have like the i guess the the favonis nice someone maybe wants to collect all of those so no no one ever thought that I'm just, I'm just kidding no, i'm just what, saying like the, groups. the harbingers man the harbingers. <laughs> the harbingers right but now they have the hexen circle now they have yeah, the give dragons me the dragon sovereigns so like creating like these interesting mysterious like groups of characters and you can look forward to more of their members showing up and like oh i want to collect all of those now i, I like how they're doing this they're like leaning yeah i want to play a pep into this I, I imagine imagine <laughs> what a pep's model would look like oh like my a God, disheveled like long-haired like messy girl <laughs> yeah it would just look like oh i mean let, let's just like uh, equate them to like honkai characters right <laughs> Probably. so that's that's where we can take we can take our guesses from um, so yeah, so a lot of stuff happened in the trailer. Lots of interesting story coming up. We have Farina and Charlotte coming out as playable characters. Finally, I mean, Farina, yes, that's cool. But Charlotte has been around since 3.8, you know, like... And her abilities are quite obvious. We all knew that it was going to yep. be camera related. Yep, of course. And, you know, I'm here for it. And I just, I love Charlotte's design and her character and everything. It's just, it's just adorable. Um, and she's cryo, which means cool stuff for freeze teams and stuff, hopefully. And, um, you know, she's a healer, like a support. So I'm hoping to be able to put her with Risley, which is which is exciting. She um, makes a lot of elemental orbs pretty quickly, pretty easily. Right. Particles. And then we have um, Farina and Baiju is the first banner with Charlotte right up. And then we have Sino and Ayato. So, um, yeah, so for me personally, I'm, I have Sino and Ayato, so I'm going to be saving that entire banner for you know for Clorond or Navia or what have you uh what about you Kahi you know what's odd like of all these four characters coming out I actually what? kind of want to roll for Ayato because I missed mm -hmm. both oh, of you his don't banners have no I'd have both of his I missed both of his banners and now that he's coming mm -hmm. back I mean if I I already have Nuvalet so I already have a good like Hydro I, DPS I know, character but, but I have his weapon so yes I have Ayato's weapon oh, and I yeah. gave it to like, Ayaka <laughs> which is doing really well <laughs> But I mean, that's fine. I, I kind of want to roar for Ayato now because I have like half of the set yeah. now. So to Dude, speak. if you have his weapon, that's like a pretty decent boost from what I understand. Like as far as what his weapon gives mm -hmm. him. Yep. Um, and I have really like, good artifacts he's, too. He's, but he's just, he's just so fun. He's just like so good. Like he is. His like slash slash Wide slash range slash of attacks. Mm -hmm. But um, but yeah, Ayato is super fun. And I wholeheartedly recommend him. I, man, I wish I could recommend Sino more, but he's still so niche. There's still not many characters that can like synergize with him just because the way his burst works, he just wants to be out on the field for like right. 30 seconds. It's crazy. And his main core stat is EM, so you have to like launch something onto the field and then he'll have like a stronger burst and you can extend his burst longer. But he is yeah. a selfish DPS. He's like yeah. Zhao. He's fun for co-op. He's yeah. fun for co-op though, because you can just stay <laughs> say Sino mode for a long time. Um... But yeah, so you're going for Farina, obviously, and then possibly um, Ayato, you're saying. 
Actually, I might hold off on Fury now. I mean, I like her kit. I like her abilities. I really like now that I've seen it. Okay, let's talk for, about Fury. You can walk on the water. I have New Fillet too. I have Wanderer too. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of ways to walk on water. Um, her skill is actually really cool. Um, you get mm -hmm. to summon like three creatures, which is fun. Mm -hmm. Or if you, depending on your Numo Uisa alignment, yep. you summon a yep. healer. So she's incredibly versatile. So it's like Dude, basically so, the best parts so of cool. healing and the best parts yeah. of hydro, the damage and the healing aspect. You can switch and the back application. and forth. Right. Because hydro application is mm -hmm. super, super important. I don't know of any other element that does something like that. I'm trying to think of a, a character that can switch characters that can switch from healing to DPS. Like who? Switch from healing to DPS? I don't think anybody switches. I'm like an ability that can be used offensively and that same ability can be changed to then be like defensive or healing. I mean, technically Dory mm -hmm. can do that, but I don't know <laughs> if that's like... Oh, uh, it's a heal and... Oh yeah, it's a heal and a damage at the same time. Mm -hmm. Hmm. Um, I mean, right I mean, um, what's it called? Uh, Bennett's burst is sort of like that, the field, because it heals when you're under your when your health is under seventy, but it buffs you when your health is right, above right. seventy. Right, right. Well, what I'm saying is, I don't know if uh, anyone's skill that you can actually switch a mode somehow. Like, um, a lot of a lot of abilities do have like dual use, dual uh, effects. Like, Cookie, for example, oh. she like she does a damage and she yeah. heals the, the user. Like Zhongli. Like tap and hold, right? They're, they're separate. Or Shenha mm -hmm. too. Shenha has tap and hold also. Right, but they just they still do the same kind of. Oh, it's a damage support, and then this is like right. a shield. But this one, right, right. You can based off of the something that you do. Different. Correct. Right. Yeah, the output is either focused on high like healing, or you change it, and then it becomes damage focused. Oh, there one. There is one different one. Um, what's his face? Uh, uh, Mika, if you hold his skill instead, it'll be like an aim thing, and it has like a totally oh, different way of it? doing stuff. And I think Does it buffs. It... I don't mm. remember if it's like doesn't the it leave a one buff something. Yeah, yeah, like the way that it buffs, like it's different if it if you hold it. I don't remember, but it, I don't know. That's just one of the ones where it's like he has a significantly different skill if you hold it versus if you just tap it. Which I think is that really makes sense. Okay. Um. Anyways, but I do like how Fiorina does have like multiple modes multiple ways that you can like get her abilities out um of course she's very incredibly flashy so all of her animations are actually pretty spectacular i do like it the showmanship is is there it's it's awesome i'm still mm -hmm. kind of i'm still kind of confused about her burst though because mm -hmm. it's a support burst because it doesn't do like a burst of damage but it she is an it, archon yep um Nahida is the same thing. Like Nahida, like mm -hmm. it doesn't do damage, but now you're in a field where all the elemental reactions are stronger if they interact yeah. with Dendro. But yeah. um, remind me again, Fiorina, when you do her burst, what did they say it does? It, it I know like the crowd will interact based on the how crowd many... goes wild. <laughs> yeah, what did they say it does again? I it was there was um, a lot. Give, give me, give me like, give me like a second. Hold on, let me look. Yeah, let me see if I can pull it up. <clears throat> okay, so it says that her burst deals damage to surrounding opponents, and when H when party members' HP increases or decreases, she gets fanfare points. And the more fanfare points she has, she increases damage and incoming healing bonus of nearby party members. Okay, so increased damage, but then 
increased and incoming bonus. incoming healing bonus, yes. but it but it itself does not do the healing, right? It just Correct. increases the bonus because okay. her skill is the healing. Okay, so her burst does not heal, but it just goes into like an an enhanced it, state. It, it buffs everybody. It buffs. Yeah. Okay. Well, it does damage. It does damage initially. It does damage yeah. initially. Yeah. Okay, so it's already flashy enough. So I, I wasn't sure if it was just that's how the ability comes out, or if it actually does an instant. So it does do damage. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm guessing all of it's going to be based on the HP, which makes sense. Mm -hmm. Um, what are your thoughts? Like, who? What kind of teams come to mind uh, for Furina? Did you have any plans? Uh, uh, I'm going to be honest. Like this whole like. Um, increasing decreasing health thing um obviously it applies technically to any team if you because like if you get hit it, it applies but um i still think dia is is really it's really interesting because dia is is very viable in these teams mm -hmm. that involve um losing health and getting back health because she she'll share health with uh health loss with people and right? she has her own auto auto heal too yeah and she has uh, a passive off um off field Pyro application that does damage um or just like i mean imagine if this alt is up and uh dia is losing health currently because you're standing in her field and you're losing health because you share the damage then you both get buffed or, you, or she gets fanfare points uh farina will get fanfare points so you get buffed so dia's burst will do more damage you know what i mean like that's just one possibility of something you can do with this now we have all of the fontaine characters that have the ability to uh, increase and uh, decrease and increase their HP at uh, you know depending on their skills, and then you know healers also come into play because they can buff your health back up faster too, um, even though you're constantly losing health for someone like Nouvellette or something like that. But we also have Navia and Clarond coming out, and maybe who knows what other kinds of characters that we maybe haven't heard of yet. Oh, and also Arlequino probably. So, and maybe Skirk, I guess. I don't, I don't know. Um, but it, the more characters that we get where they have different effects based on their HP increasing and decreasing, um, then the more powerful this ability is going to be. But right now, I don't know. It, we can only really use the, the Fontaine characters, right? Because they're the only ones that like lose and gain health besides Dia. It also disincentivizes oh, and shields, right? Because... Yeah. Oh yeah, Huto, of course. Um, yeah. Oh. Uh, oh. You know what it does? Um, it's good for Dendro. It's good for Bloom. Yeah. Because you you're going to get hit yourself, by your right? own Dendro cores, right? Yeah. Even so however little that is. Nilu team. But, yep. Because totally think about sense. it. As you're hurting yourself, you're buffing your damage and you're buffing your incoming healing. So it actually just cancels out, but you end up doing more damage to the enemy. A Burgeon doesn't heal. Burgeon doesn't hurt you though, right? It if does. You ignite, it it does. does hurt you. Oh. Yeah. Only Hyper Bloom doesn't hurt you. Okay. Because I've only so had like one might be good for Virgin. I've only had like Ooh, one great. good Virgin team. I can team. use, oh my god, I can use Furina instead of Kokomi for my Virgin team. That's awesome. Furina instead of, oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, because wow, that, yeah, she's, she's a good healer too. Yeah, wow, I'm excited. Toma, um, ne who did I have? Nahida, maybe? I don't remember. Toma, Nahida, Farina, and, oh, I had Candice. I had Candice and Kokomi. Yeah, that's yeah cool. I was using Toma and uh, Baiju in the team with Yalan and was it Kaching? Because mm -hmm. they're all like all of those elements are interacting to either just oh no no it was a different team. Um, I was using Toma, 
Baiju, Kuki, and someone else. I gotta look up all my teams. I'm, ju I'm just, I have too many teams right now. But I do yeah. remember, I didn't, ha I didn't have I much virgin teams. I mean, there's <laughs> gonna be not so many anymore. options, right? Yeah. I really, honestly, I really think we should have more. I after, mean, with the amount of characters time. we have, more yeah, than 60? So. Are we at 70 now? Mm, I don't think so. But I want to say easily we're, 60. Yeah, we're, we're past 60, I think. So, I don't remember though. Um, but yeah, so, okay, well, we, 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 you know, it's fun to think about that. We got to see how she is, like, um, we know how she is on paper, but we got to see how she actually is. And uh, what seems viable, if there's any hidden uh, hidden effects based off of her kit, because that it tends to be a thing sometimes. And um, yeah, we'll see how it goes. So um, we have them coming out. So you're not sure yet 100% if, like, if you want to go for Farina per se. But... Probably not right now until I see like people who right. have their own weird wacky combos. I'm sure they're going to find a way to make this Archon super OP. But yeah, I just I mean, don't see it Archon, right away. Right, so. Yeah. Yeah. Um but uh yeah, I'm I mean here's here's the thing. There's a very I mean I'm I would say it's a hundred percent guaranteed chance that she'll come back before the end of four point zero, like four four patch four, whatever. Like before five point Um because every Archon has done that. They've they've come twice before the end of the their Archon quest. So yeah, I would say if you aren't sure, you can wait. But uh, I'm gonna try to go for her. I didn't get Risley on my Asia account, so yeah <laughs> whatever um then uh I'll, I'll i'll go for her but i'm definitely skipping sino and ayato um and i want as many charlottes as possible so i'm just gonna go for Farina until i get her and hopefully i'll get some charlottes on the way now um we also have some new areas and world quests including that that mysterious tower that we saw that i i honestly thought was the fortress of meripede like way at the beginning which uh, maybe some other people did too but um it is uh it is that tower that's surrounded by fog that we're going to be going to in a world quest in a world quest so not during the archon quest um i'm on, i wonder if this archon quest will have combat besides the whale because we have had no combat in the archon quest so far in fontaine which is really interesting um the other thing is we have some events so we have delxie's fantastic adventures which is like the fremenet penguin event which looks super fun i love these little puzzle interface like games like the dodoko one and then this one and then we have the fungi event we have the graph adversarial technology experimental log event bongo hit is back yay bongo hit is back <laughs> we also get the zoom camera lens which is so interesting the way they showed that like if you have that gadget equipped and you use charlotte and you like go straight into mm -hmm. first person camera during mode, combat. that's so cool during yeah, combat which is amazing. i'm excited for that yeah not um, sure how that's gonna work at all for like a same in a single player but, experience, but in co-op that's gonna you, be great. You know how I think it's gonna work? We can take pictures of bosses up in their faces. <laughs> Imagine that before you aggro ride them, in. or like while you yeah, aggro them. Just go straight mm -hmm. up to ride and shogun, like boom, take a picture. Um and then uh, we have the another misty dungeon event, which was like this sort of I don't know, like a puzzle sort of thing would you have this objective uh we've done it a couple times already at this point but um yeah we have those um and then we have quality of life so we talked about this a little bit earlier and we have uh quick start trounce domains for people who have not yet unlocked the bosses in the main game you're you're allowed to obviously give yourself spoilers and do the bosses that involve the trance domain so anything that you have to go into an instance to fight the boss so a pep child um senora 
Raiden. You can um, you can unlock those Don't forget Storm Terror. just to join them. <laughs> no, 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 Storm. Terror. So yeah, so Storm Terror and no, so Storm Terror and um, hmm. the Wolf. I guess they count the Wolf. Wait, what did they say? Where did well, they the Wolf say? is open world. Yeah, but... Wolf is open world. But I think she said, or he said, one of the, one of the people on the thing said that it doesn't count that one because you have to just get there first because you can't unlock Trance Domains until you beat that one, right? Like that's oh, the that makes sense. Yeah, you have it to is a trance, but that unlocks happens. the other ones. Uh, okay, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, so... um, Yeah, so you have to finish the prologue before any of the quick start stuff is available. Like, even those teleport points that they unlock for you, you have to beat the prologue first. So that's really important. Um, They also have deck sharing in TCG. Oh, man, I really want to play TCG. Like, oh, I really, finally. <laughs> I really, really want to play more TCG. It's just like I am not caught up to the normal stuff in Genshin yet. So it's like I can only go to TCG once I'm done with everything else. But one day, one day I'll do it. Now we have um, uh, deck sharing in TCG, which is really great. We have returning traveler rewards buffed. So people who have not played for, I think it's like a week or two, will come back and they'll get this like returning traveler rewards thing. They've, they've, we've had that for a while, but the reward, the rewards were kind of like, you know okay just to help you catch back up a little bit but you still missed a lot but if you're returning um they give you more stuff more stuff to do and they give you more keys to unlock story quests and hangouts because you know the, the only way to get those is by doing dailies and if you miss a bunch of dailies for a while you won't be able to un unlock new stuff and if there's like a new hangout that comes out and that's what you want to play you're gonna have to do like a couple days of dailies before you can do that unless you do this returning traveler rewards thing so that's kind of cool and uh, another thing that they fixed, which for me is like, oh, thank God, is the notification dots that don't appear on different platforms. So um, because I switched all oh, the red ones, my yeah. PC, yeah, my PC, my phone and my uh, PlayStation. Yeah, I see like, whatever's convenient. And it's just like, oh, my God, I already clicked this. Why do I have to click this again? And so they're t they're fixing that. So it doesn't reappear. Thank goodness. Um, another thank goodness thing is the. Uh, we talked about this earlier. You do even if you use keys to unlock a story quest, you do not have to accept the story quest into your quest log right away. And they have a whole new interface for this. So there you go. Yeah, finally, it's like, um, I you know I don't have to flood my quest log with quests I know I'm not going to do for a while. So my NA account is just all these <laughs> like all these um story quests that I'm just like, no, I'm not going to do this right now, but I need to unlock it so I can get more keys so that I can unlock the rest of them so that when I do want to play them, I have them. Um, but now it's not going to be as uh, obstructive. I don't know. It's not going to be as uh, cl cluttered on your quest log, even if you've already unlocked all these things. So that's good. Um, they also kind of made prerequisite quests even clearer. So if there is a conflict in your quests, you uh you can tell more easily what you have to do to clear that conflict because sometimes it's still unclear so they fix that a little bit too so that's great for people who have npcs tied up with multiple quests which we talked about earlier but if you're playing through the archon quest it gives you usually the option to prioritize the archon quest so hopefully it's not too much of a problem but if there's multiple world quests or dailies that involve these npcs it's going to be clear what you need to do to free up the npc um, one thing I'm disappointed about is there's still no artifact presets. <laughs> please give us artifact no presets. Loadouts, no, no loadouts. No loadouts. Uh, yeah. Yep. Please give us those. 
with the um, amount of artifacts teams. that have been available since the game has launched and yeah. with the amount of people with the amount of characters that we have with all these effects with all these weapons with all these interactions it still baffles my mind that we don't have equipment set or like something to save a set of things that we could just apply to a character yeah Ugh. hopefully i also one want day. them to have like when you go into events any event um but especially spiral abyss like the ability to pick your preset teams instead of having to pick all the characters on both sides it feels like such a, a basic thing like you know it's like weird that we have the ability to craft our own teams but then when we go into any mode that involves us to create a team that's not a domain we have to like repick our entire teams so yeah it's 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 kind of whatever i hope they hope they add those soon so um of all these things kahi what are you the most excited for of all the quality of life changes of everything of the 4.2 um oh everything oof yeah obviously it's gonna but, be story because i need to know right. how the heck this is gonna end or what yeah what i think story is a given resolution is story of it's a given um, something else the new area okay one thing about the new area this is an open world area but there's one with uh, there's like a ghost like this ethereal tree which is very reminiscent of the other tree that we just went through in sumeru which we mm. had to like regrow that was going up and down between dimensions this is it looks almost exactly like another one of those trees so an interdimensional or an interdimensionary or some kind of time time traveling tree of some sort it's probably related i want to know if there's this is going to be something that has close ties to something that happened in another region because you know when you whenever you have open world areas open world quests it's fun knowing that it has a direct connection to something else in the world like for example when in sumero when you had that really huge electro scorpion uh that came out and then that same scorpion showed up in some random part in Inazuma and everyone's wondering why the heck was it over here too? Well, I guess it's like some underground network or you have like these primordial creatures just like rising and coming alive again and trying to find their way out into the real world. Just, just knowing that there's connections from this new zone to an old zone, it kind of it refreshes the world again. Unlike um, the wolves, the wovendom, they had the new, the new elemental wolves that they introduced and then they brought them back into that that region it just it updates everything it doesn't feel like you're super disconnected from everything else it's, it's a reminder that everything is connected in some way so i like little details like that i'm just curious about what this what these new trees are going to be doing or what what's going on here there's also that that one little hydro orb that constantly is pushing things away there's like some constant force that pushing everything else around it just away it's very similar to something in another game that i don't feel like i need to mention anymore because there's a lot of parallels <laughs> between this and <laughs> destiny 2 they had uh -huh. the same thing they were like there's this there's thing that nothing can go towards it but it kind of like builds an environment around it it's it's little details like that but i just um mm -hmm. i'm curious about what else how the open world in fontaine is specifically going to change and evolve because this is a it's a very curious region very very unique yeah. because it's raised up above the ocean but yet the whole thing about this fontaine's you know prophecy is it's gonna flood so does that mean the flood is gonna reach other places as well or only fontaine how is that oh, gonna good work point. i want to know i would love to know how cataclysmic events are going to change the whole 
you know the scenery and just the geography of this because we've seen it already in Sumeru very 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 well like with all the environmental changes I want to know how they're going to do that in Fontaine I don't think mm -hmm. there has been a significant you know open world change yet mm -hmm. so just like open world changes and how the geography is going to change that's the one thing I'm looking forward to as well uh, what about you? Nice, yeah. Um, I am looking forward to. Um, I guess I'm really looking forward to uh, just the new areas. Like, I mean, I, I think that this area we got with the floating, this like 4.1 area that we got with like the, the Institute of Fontaine or Fontaine Institute, which is like this, you know, floating water cubes and stuff like that. It's cool, but this area mostly feels the same as the 4.0 area that we got like it just it really does feel like an extension of that area um but these new areas look kind of different and i'm really excited for that like the tower and the, the the forest or whatever um yeah i'm excited for those like exploring those new parts of fontaine because you know so far fontaine pretty much looks the same uh even across these two big areas of course we have the underwater areas too which is cool but again a lot of it's the same this new area has like pools of poison or something underwater and you have like this new ability to like cleanse them. We're going to be able to use some of these underwater abilities or at least that's one specifically out of the water. So that'll be interesting as well for puzzles. Um, so I am um, excited for that. All right, that wraps up our live stream 4.2 discussion. And uh, there's so much to look forward to, so much story. Um, obviously, the next Archon, always a big deal. New areas, new events, a lot of quality of life changes. Hopefully, it'll just make it a smoother experience, especially for those people who have taken a break from Genshin and have yet to come back. So, and, um, you know, because of how, <laughs> how fast we are getting the actual update after this, like, live stream, which is, like, less than a week, uh, as opposed to the usual week and a half or so, we don't really have time to sit and think about it, which I kind of like, honestly, uh, in a way. But at the same time, you know, this week I could have used it because of all the stuff personally going on. But, you know, we, we kind of just like see it. We get to like let our minds run wild. We don't calm down and then we just get it, right? So we're going to get it in a couple days. And I'm excited for that. But let's move on to our last segment of this episode, which is the community question discussion. Okay, so a couple people answered last week's question, which is if you made a movie, what four playable characters would you cast to act in your movie? And what kind of movie is it? Alright, so let's look at the Discord, and we have Salido, who says, Barbara, the star of an idol pop movie, Yelan, her trustworthy manager, Farina, the rival, and Nouvellet, the emotionless judge who manages to smile again, thanks to Barbara's music. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, Nouvellet, he's the emotionless judge who smiles. Um, but yeah, nice one, Salido. And then we have Zell, a horror movie. Ito, crying and shaking. Wander is not phased at all, just bullies Ito the entire time. Klee has no idea what's going on, she's just running around and accidentally burns the whole place down. And Hu Tao planned the entire thing and it's all a big prank because she wanted to spook everybody. Nice. Raccoon Warlock says, a comedy. Jean just wants a nice, normal birthday, but Lisa decides to throw a murder mystery dinner party without telling her. Jean, Barbara, and Diluc freak out and take it way too seriously. That's a good one. It's like a, a like uh, I can imagine it like a Knives Out movie, <laughs> Genshin edition. <laughs> oh, that'd be great. Um, and the last one is Cloudy, 
Chris as a spy movie. All the Archons have their own job. For example, Nahida would be their tech person. Raiden would be their assassin. Zhongli is their intelligence collector. And Venti would definitely be an undercover agent since he already hides so much about their character, er, his character. Kind of like a spin-off of Spy Family. Oh, that'd be fun. So what are the people on uh, Spotify saying, Kahi? So on Spotify, we have... First up is Shallon, who says, Furina as the main character. Oh, that's going to be a fun movie already. Nice. Fischl as the jealous antagonist. Nouvellet as the parental figure uh, for Furina. Oh, definitely makes sense. And Mona as the mediator. It'll be a legal drama. Oh, <laughs> a legal drama. <laughs> of you course. Ever, do you... um? Do you watch? Did you watch any of like movies about trials or something like A Few Good Men or like? I mean, know, I saw A Few Good Men a long time ago. Mm -hmm. Man, uh, I don't. Those yeah, movies don't can be I, really good, but sometimes, honestly, some some of them, if not done right, they can just be really, really boring. Oh yeah, hundred mm -hmm. percent. Did you wait? Did, oh yeah, you don't watch like the Marvel Disney Plus movies. Um, no. What's it called? Uh, She Hulk. She Hulk is a lawyer. So like, oh right, how'd that go? So the the beginning of the show is her being a lawyer, which is, which is pretty funny. Also, Daredevil's a lawyer, so he does he does lawyer stuff oh, too. Oh right, yeah. Actually, like Daredevil's in She Hulk's TV show, but um, yeah, it, it's a weird thing. But anyway, um, that plus like Phoenix Wright and stuff is like the extent of my, like media that I watch that's about lawyers. I think. Yeah, man, I just remember there's this one called 12 Angry Men where like the, the whole movie is literally just the courtroom and like the jury, the jury room and the, everything is focused on dialogue. But it was the dialogue was just so good. You just it doesn't matter. Like they didn't go anywhere. They just the, the whole argument back and forth was already like pretty, pretty fun and entertaining. What? Oh, man. Now I want to watch that. Mm -hmm. So, so there's two. There's like an old school, like black and white version. And then they had like a an updated one. Either one is fine. But uh, anyways, next up we have on Spotify, Kamisato Jr. says it'd be an action movie with Kazuha, Sino, Risley, or Risley, and he put Risley. <laughs> of course he did. <laughs> R-I-Z-Z-L-E-E. -E. Oh, that's hilarious. Because he got that Riz, you know. He got that Riz. For those of you who don't know, it's based off the word charisma. I just want to make sure everyone <laughs> knows that. The original word. I'm more of, an, I'm more of a traditionalist, as you can tell. Yeah. Um, Risley and Ayato as the villain. Ooh, Ayato as a villain is interesting. Ayato is a villain. <laughs> mm -hmm. He, he kind of is, yeah. I mean, like in his in some circles, I guess, right? Like that darkness behind Ayato. The smile is just a it's just a mask. Uh, <laughs> next up, we have Lulu says maybe a movie with Eula, Jean, Diluc, and Venti. A movie about Eula's past, probably. I don't know why Diluc would be in it, but he just popped into my mind. So yeah. Um. <laughs> He could probably pop in. Maybe he could be like the the ex. <laughs> the ex. I don't know. I don't know. Some okay. Moody, moody drama. Uh, next up we have Snakey VFRS one hundred. Ooh, what a name! Sounds like a car. Scottamouche, Hutao, Lisa, and Ganyu in a slice of life high school film. <laughs> oh my god! This could be an anime. Uh, next up, we have Amel Strange says Tevat version of the beach featuring my <laughs> the Naku Weed Gang, Kazuha, Kuki, Yoimiya, and the Grass God Nahida. I mean, Yoimiya's in it. Oh my it. goodness, Yoimiya's in it. Yeah, definitely. 
Uh, next, uh, Sarah Klein says, A rom-com where Al Haitham and Kave finally realized <laughs> they're in love. <laughs> and <laughs> Sina and Tainari on the side. Oh my goodness. Honestly, that their whole relationship is already is already hilarious. It's already comical. Mm -hmm. Oh, it should be a story about um about Al Haitham, Kave, and Dory, and it should be called um no no. Al Haitham, Kave, and who else? Goro. No, because I want it to be called Bennett? two and a half academics instead of two and a half men. <laughs> uh probably put um Tenari. Hmm. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, There's no maybe. short character. Anyway, it was I, I wanted to make it funny. It didn't work. Well, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Close. Close. Uh next up we have Kari who says, Ooh, the original four the original four Nemo Animal? The original animal? Four animal people in the horror movie. Okay, who's the original four animal characters? There was a Gene, um, Venti, Venti, Sucrose, and who's the other? Uh, Traveler? I don't know. Oh yeah, yeah, Traveler. Oh, that kind of is that what sense. they meant? Did they say yeah, that? they put they put four N E M O, so it looks like animal, but the original four uh -huh. in a horror movie, quality entertainment. I mean, when you have any characters in Genshin in a horror movie, it's most likely going to be comedy. Hmm. And lastly, we have The Quiet Gem, who says, I'd make a fantasy movie with Linny's English VA, Raiden's English VA, Nuvelet's English VA, and Ito's English VA. So basically, mm. just looking for the actual people and looking for the nice. voices in it. Fantasy movie. That's going to be good. Um, Josh, I don't believe we gave our our teams yet, our four that we would cast. Oh, LOL. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, yeah. Um, uh, you want a minute to think? Um, You can go. Do you need a so I would, so okay. I would definitely make a heist movie because one of my favorite movies of all time is Ocean's Eleven. So I love nice. that kind of like scheming, you know, pulling it off, pulling off the a job, mm -hmm. things going wrong along the way. But then you have a wonderful mm -hmm. cast of characters that just mm -hmm. adds some, oh, just wonderful comedic moments throughout the entire thing. It can be really serious, but you don't really feel like every, anyone's in, in real danger. You're just worried about having fun, just hoping they pull it off. Um, I definitely would have Arataki Ito in it because he wants to. He was probably going to be the one trying to steal something from Raiden Shogun, and mm -hmm. it's just not going to work out. So you're going to have him, and obviously you have to have Kuki in the mix. Mm -hmm. But then you need someone who is going to be on the inside, and so somehow they have to get um, Kujo Sara in on it. Because apparently they're going to steal something that it belongs to Raiden Shogun and Kujo Sara wants it. <laughs> so mm -hmm. she's, she's, she's going to be in the mix. And then um, definitely Ayato because he's going to be the one that catches wind of it and he kind of wants it to kind of further his own agenda. Or probably he's going to... I don't know. He could probably play as like the the police commissioner or something who's trying to, trying to stop the whole heist from happening. It would make sense. Right. But... Yeah, def uh, definitely Arataki Ito came to mind trying to steal something. Because mm -hmm. he, in the in his first trailer, his first, like, yeah, his, his trailer, he was trying to steal back his vision. Um, I don't know if anyone else tried to steal something in a, in a video, any of the trailers. I'm trying to think. Probably not. I mean, there's but the yeah, those Yelan, the, uh, <laughs> Yelan, Yelan, well, oh, she wasn't trying to, yeah. 
Oh no, that was the that was a fan the, the fan one. Yeah, yeah, I know. It just like reminds me. I remember that. that. That was great. Yeah. But yeah, so yeah, Arataki Ito definitely have to have Kuki just because you know they're same gang. They're together. Yeah. Kujo Sara and Ayato. Uh, what about nice. you? Okay, hear me out. Um, like a, a American Ninja Warrior style competition based around archery, so they have to do like obstacle course stuff, and. Um, but but the goal is archery, like action archery, like probably most likely unrealistic archery to some degree. Um, so like Robin and Hood. It, uh, I mean, yeah, it's like mm, I don't know how to explain it. But it's like imagine like a, imagine if, like a competition movie. It's it's like an Olympics, you know, like they're like an Olympics kind of thing. But like it's a more of a street competition, and like they have to like dodge things while while shooting arrows and and like hitting targets. Oh yeah, like trick to shots. get a score. Uh -huh. Yeah, yeah. And it's like American Ninja Warrior style. So everybody gets the same course, but some people have to do it better and you get more points if you hit things better and stuff like that. Um and it would be Yoimiya would be the main character. And it would be about her. Of course. <laughs> and then um Kujo Sara would be in it, but she's sort of like her trainer slash mediator and she's like, you know, serious and the tough. seasoned like veteran. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like she won the three times world champion and like Yoimiya is going to her because of she's connected to her family and the grizzled she like has veteran. to and but but like, you know, Yoimiya's personality is like polar opposite of Kujo Sara and she doesn't take well to her like training regimen and all this stuff. And Yoimiya's I like it like, already. But she's naturally talented. And then her her um competition, her rival is Fischl also because Fischl is dramatic and um oh you know, that's but hilarious. Fischl's also really skilled yes right? i see it and Fischl sort of cheats with oz in some ways and like <laughs> you know like it's not like cheating cheating but it's like you know almost like cheating because oz can kind of help her redirect arrows and can like see targets like that are coming from above like in the course like ahead of hard the course to, hard to see too so he can yeah, sneak yeah, in a like little that. shot and then, like, and the other person who's just there also is not really part of their, like, rivalry, but is just another competitor is Arzan. I was going to say Venti. I'm like, please be Venti. No. Oh, I mean, Venti, Venti could be there, too. If I could, I, I would just, honestly, I would make the movie all the archers. Like, all of the Genshin archers. That but would be cool. If I had to highlight the main ones, I just think Farzan, because, like, I would want Farzan to have some sort of really interesting backstory that makes her really good at, at the competition. Like, with, you know, it, kind of how her backstory is really interesting in Genshin. Um, like she was locked in a something, and it, she had the only way out was archery, <laughs> like like that kind of thing. Um, and uh, yeah, and it would just be really interesting to see their different archery styles competing against each other in like this sort of actiony, you know, environment. I thought about doing like a kudo thing at first, but kudo is like kind of slow, so like I kind of want it to be more actiony, and then I want their abilities to be involved somehow. But yeah, that that's the kind of movie. It would be like an action drama <laughs> i don't know it'd be like comedy comedic of course it'd be oh wait what elements. was that um what was that there was like a dancing movie like a series of dancing movies like street dancing like back um oh like step up oh, step up that's the one yeah yeah it'd be like step yeah, up at archers it'd be like step up but archery <laughs> kind of like that <laughs> i like it i like it oh, our, our community is definitely full of creative minds uh, hopefully we have something in the future that is reminiscent of these types of stories because yeah. well, I mean, I mean, Lord knows we like need something good. Hoyoverse, I mean not Hoyoverse, Hoyo Fair, dude. That's where these things come. I know right? Hoyo Fair is so good. Oh, I love that that one with like Lumine where she gets like the gun in the arena and it's like a dream. Ah, oh, so good. Um, so I forgot to mention actually in my like this week in Genshin, 
um i'll just throw this here in at the end of the episode um i actually met um yesterday and today i went to this uh anime pasadena in los angeles or in pasadena i guess in california and i met alejandro saab who is China's voice actor. i met um keith silverstein who is jung lee's voice actor and i met ann yatko who is raiden's voice actress what a team um, and it was it was so great because like so i met alejandro saab super super cool down-to-earth guy um he just like I was like, hey, what's like your most, um, what was like one of the biggest challenges you faced since you've like exploded with popularity due to like Genshin and these other major roles? And he's like, honestly, time management. Like, oh, I, yep. I hear not, that. My nine to six every day, my day is dedicated to voiceover. And then I stream at night. So it's just like, you know, not being able to be available for people when I want to be or like, you know, other things like making sure I do everything I need to do. Like, it's really tough sometimes. I was like, oh, man, that's like such a real answer. Thank you. It's <laughs> like gig after gig after gig, too. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's Hi doing really well right now, which is really cool. Um, and then I talked to Keith Silverstein. And this was funny because I have a Zhongli wallet. Like, my wallet is like Zhongli themed, <laughs> like very obviously. And Ironic. Um, so I went to him and I was like, I, I just went up to them and said, hi. Like, I was just like, hey, can I say hi? I didn't buy anything. I didn't really, I didn't really have money to spend, unfortunately, right now. But, and as much as I would love to support them, but I, you know, you're always allowed to say hi is what I've been told. So I, I said, can I just say hi? And they're like, sure. And um, selfies cost money too. So I didn't take any selfies, unfortunately. But um, I uh, talked to Keith Silverstein. And I was like, hey, you know, what's actually really funny is I have this wallet. And he's like, Oh, and then he changes his voice to the Zhong Li voice, and he's like, "Is that where you keep your mora?" <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> "I was like, like yeah, like, my mora and my Osmantius wine." He's like, "I don't see how that would fit there. Maybe you know some secrets that I don't, or something like that." Um, and it was really, <laughs> really funny forth. interaction. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, yeah, I also asked him like about his voice acting journey a little bit, um, just you know, really quick. I didn't want to like take up too much time because there was other people. But um, then I talked to Ann Yatko and I was like, hey, I actually took a <laughs> I took a class with you once online, like where you were the director person. And she was like, oh, wow, cool. Like, remind me, like, what was your name? And she's like, oh, that's so cool. And we talked about like how like I'm from I just moved here kind of from Japan, you know, and stuff like that. And I'm also doing voice acting and stuff. Super cool. Um, so, yeah, it was really nice meeting them. Uh, I was really, really. Uh, ni- it was really nice to hear them talk about their journey a little bit and just be really friendly you know and that's really great it's, it's always the worst when you meet someone and they're like not the way you expect them to be i try to i tried to have no expectations but they were way nicer than i expected so that was really cool that's always good yeah wow, you so, met a bunch of good people like la has like and there, and the highest more, concentration man. of the I, I i people. wanted to meet more i wanted to meet like kazaha's voice actor mark witten and like a, a couple other people but it was just their lines were so long. Dude, Troy Baker was there too, and I was like, "Oh, this line is so long." <laughs> Obviously, so, yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's so cool. Um, but yeah, that's what that's the one thing I did this weekend that I totally forgot to mention. But anyway, that was my story from this weekend. Sorry. Let me just get back to the community question real quick, which is uh, the question for next week, which is, what part of four point two is the most exciting for you? Now, by the time you listen to this podcast, chances are you uh, 4.2 is already out. But, you know, in terms of before 4.2 comes out, maybe even you've played 4.2 a little bit and you want to answer this question. What part of 4.2 is the most exciting for you? Let us know on Spotify, on Discord. Um, you can tweet at us. 
you can comment on the YouTube video if you want. Um, all these things, let us know and we might read your response here on the podcast next week. Okay, that wraps up the show for today. Thanks for listening. And if you have time, please leave us a comment and a review. We'd really appreciate it. Don't forget to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you're listening. Follow us on Twitter once again at Genshin Guys Pod or me at JSide Gaming or Kahi at Kahiao, K A H I Y A O on YouTube and Twitter. Uh, me on Twitch at twitch.tv slash JSide. And don't forget that the links for those things I mentioned earlier the Ko-Fi, the Meetup, all of those are in the description below, the Discord as well. Um, and as always, Ad Astra Abyssosk. Enjoy. <laughs>